almost think that, and I think this is what happened last time too. I actually think leaving the phone dead, the space would have continued. I think that it coming back to life, because this is what happened last time. Remember, I was like, oh, I saved it. But whenever the phone came back on and I reopened the app, is when the space immediately ended. So now I've learned my lesson. Basically, just let it stay overheated and don't mess with it. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was going to happen right on cue. Right on cue. That was pretty funny. I mean, hey, the question now is, do we do we bother retweeting this out and getting it out there, or do we wrap this up? Um, I'm fine with whatever. I, I mean, I don't think I think whoever wants to hop back in will hop back in. Yeah, I've got like about I've got about another twenty minutes or so. Yeah, uh, before I got to get going, so I'll tweet it out then. All right, let's get a. Um, get a hot take up here yo real quick uh rooster i know we were chatting in about you um but when is the next uh wonky meetup is i think you were saying tampa or something yeah 420 bro i've been meaning to dm the group about this can we do any other weekend other than 420 in april oh damn he's not I trying think to we stop. all booked dude we all we booked oh I, I kid you not, the only thing that I have on my calendar in March, April, and May is the weekend of April 20th. And it's uh, the Wonky Songs meetup. Yeah, it is. It's something with my church that I'm not supposed to miss. Um, you know, as far as being a leader within, you know, my community group at the church. Uh, we will got got some heavy decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's because I, I the, no, no, in Brewster, they just announced. I kid you not. They announced the date of this within the last couple days, they sent it out to all the leaders because it's one of those things. They don't send it out until they have the ranch and all that type of stuff booked out. They just uh, don't want people to be left alone on 420. That's what's real going on. So, you know, celebrate 420 with the boys. <laughs> or <laughs> celebrate 420 with the church boys. Tough. That's a real Little. tough one. You know, if I were you, I, I'd be in the same position, dude. I would not know what to pick. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe I'll come to the boys and just tell you all about Jesus the entire weekend. And you know, that's that's a good barter. That's, that's... a good barter. Be like, uh, you know, I planned a mission trip out to Tampa. <laughs> yeah, it's a literal mission trip. Yeah, you, know, you don't get how much these guys do. need to be saved. They are in a dark, <laughs> dark place. They're trading cryptocurrency. They need the Lord. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that would work. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I kid you not when I say this. I am very, very torn right now as I'm talking through and thinking through this. So I, 
give me give me a few days to think through this. I why does it have to happen like this? I wonder okay. if your uh, your your fellow thought leaders um, have ever seen a live kidnapping. Bro, I have not been kidnapped since my junior year of college. Um, and you may be wondering how I got kidnapped. Um, that's a good question. It was by the pledges. They do one. They did one thing called a walkout. They were allowed one walkout where they basically walked out on their Friday duties um, and they kidnapped the actives, the members that they liked. So I got kidnapped just on campus. I had a bunch of freshman pledges come and grab me, pick me up and stick me in the back of their trunk. And it was awesome. Like I was actually really grateful they did it. Um, but yeah, that was the last time I was kidnapped. That's funny. So, bro, actually, dude, I need to, I need to read an old story that I read that I found like in the books. I took a picture of this. So my grandpa was in the same fraternity and back during the world war two days, you know, he was the champion boxer of the Pacific fleet is the way they described him. Like the hardest, toughest guy to take down. He was on the football team did all this type of stuff. And they were like, the way they ended up taking him <laughs> was just, I don't know. They, they, they like strapped him down <laughs> to the front of this old, old Cadillac, drove him out to the lake. They said, he said he got down in his skivvies or whatever. And he refused to take the car back after he was freed. He was because they were like, he was just too tough and too prideful to do it and walked his way back in the cold in the middle of the winter. And, you know, like, I don't know if I had the actual story to read through it, it'd be incredible. But it was a similar type of experience, just different in the 40s. Things were a little bit rougher back then. So th that's the type of thing I expect from y'all, Rooster. I expect you guys to track me down kidnap me and bring me out there. Give me no other choice. I consider it done. Um, so let's see any, what else, what else is going on this week? This weekend slash this week, what are y'all looking for? What are y'all looking at? Um, I know there was just uh, coin and hood earnings. Um, I wish I I freaking put more money in, but um, so I was a degenerate and uh, literally put all my hood earnings into Coinbase's earnings the other day. But it's pretty cool to see all that hit, and I, I think coin oh, I does it. pretty well uh, throughout the rest of the cycle for sure. I agree. Coin's an obvious play. Um, I still think you know just. It's like an exchange token, just publicly traded on the New York Stock Exchange. It's like I think it's the simplest way of putting it, right? Um, Coinbase is going to do well, you know. And I actually, this may sound crazy, probably outperforms Bitcoin. Just you know, it sounds insane, but 
I think coin does hit. Let's see. What is Coinbase's market cap right now? 45 billion, bro. 45 billion. Like it, it could hit a trillion dollar market cap at a bull market. Does that sound crazy? Yes, it does. But I mean, this space is completely crazy. Dude, honestly, I'm just going to punt like a thousand, two thousand dollar option calls, like almost every earnings uh, throughout this bull market. And honestly, I think they'll hit every single time. Um, it's it's kind of worth the risk to me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you could just still buy leaps and just sit on it for the next year and take away the whole, you know, what's going to happen this earning, what's going to happen the next. And if you just buy the most out of the money leaps you can for like a year out, I have a feeling there will be a time when those just start to print out of nowhere. Is that stupid question? Is that just literally just buying more time on those contracts? Yeah. 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 Like that's sort of. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to just do that. That's the move. So that, I mean, so you pay a way higher premium for doing that, right? So is your risk return? I mean, it's, you know, obviously it's not going to be as high as if you buy the higher risk that's shorter dated, which is a cheaper premium because it's a higher risk of actually hitting those. But it typically, you know, it'll give you more upside as long as the market's trending up, um, you know, than just holding individual shares it's gonna be really interesting too when uh these etfs they actually have options for them i think that that's gonna really inject a bunch more inflows coming in um, yeah and really go back to up only season i agree man i mean again there are just so many narratives for why the entire market as a whole is going to be incredibly bullish this next bull market and i'm telling you why will NFTs be one of the biggest beneficiaries? Because they're the one of the least regulated. <laughs> like it's it's the truth of the matter. You know, you look at the the outer fringes of what are going to be the focuses of U.S. regulation. Everything else, they're going to still be fighting exchanges. They're going to be fighting battles like Tether. They're going to be fighting all these things on the fringes. You know, or not on the fringes. They're going to be fighting the core, what they deem the core of the issue. So NFTs, they're going to have to be very reactionary to. They are not going to be proactive with. And in order to be reactionary to it, you have to think about what is the total global NFT market cap right now? What is it right now? Like 20 bill, maybe? I don't know. Maybe it's not much. That, if that much, right? So in order for it to eat, like it's a blip on their radar. It's a non-issue. For it to really, really be an issue, one of two things has to happen. You know, you have to have, somebody bigger than like a Logan Paul with what happened to his thing. Somebody huge have some collection where it is just, you know, something really shady happens and it hits all the TMZ, the whatever else. And it's forced to put pressure from just an optics perspective. So that's one. And that, that definitely could happen. Right. The second option is, you know, I really think maybe when it hits, a couple hundred billion dollar market cap, which I think it will across the board. I think at that point, they'll start to talk about it, but the conversations will be so lagging that by the time they actually really start to take any meaningful action toward it, you know, it's going to be the bear market again. It's going to be the end of the bull. So like NFTs are a no brainer. And also to caveat on that, um, 
is just like NFTs are the only like chance that retail really has in the space. You know, it's so competitive for just like, you know, for the top tier, like, you know, top 25 coins, unless like, you know, you're looking, literally looking at charts all day and you're a professional. Cause I, I'm not the best at that. I'm good at like high, you know, like long-term plays, but NFTs, you know, I'm just holding pudgies, you know, for the past couple of years, there's just such an easy play and it's actually play, you know, something that, you know, a regular person can actually have a chance in the market. Again, you know, it's one of those things where betting on the winners, same, same concept as meme coins, right? Not betting on something that's down 90 plus percent, but looking for something that still has signs of life in it, right? Where we were talking about the meme coins earlier, you bet on the leaders. We're not in that phase of the market where every single meme is just going to crush it because, oh, X is doing well. So maybe that'll trickle down. Um, we're in a bet on winners market right now. You know, the winners are going to continue to run. And I think it's the same type of thing with NFTs. Look for relative strength um, and, you know, just hold. Right? <laughs> like You look for relative strength, hold, wait for that volume inflow. And by the time it happens, I mean, you're so cushy with where you are with your positions. You have a lot of optionality with where you can exit. You want to hear, uh, you probably didn't see. Uh, I meant to bring this up earlier, but I honestly forgot about it. So, Nakamigos posted what they probably thought would generate some hype, and I guess did fool some people. It's been two days since the new AI video creation software came out. I forgot what it's called. Uh, I just smoked a joint. Um, two days since it's come out. And we already got projects grifting with the software, pretending like they're creating a game. And uh, that had me cracking up this morning. Bro, people are not patient. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Again, you go back to utility and premises of any project that's built on something. And where you buy in before that utility is really released, it's just so difficult. So difficult, right? Like, to be able to keep everybody happy all the time. That's why I'm so bullish on art, right? Something with the premise of art being at the core, art and culture. As much as people meme it, there is real tangible value in art and in culture and just this unified belief in something greater, right? And that is what is by far the most transcendent thing that's in this space. And, you know, again, why I am so confident in the stonks is because, you know, hey, has there been anything flashy over the course of the past couple of years? Maybe not, but that's good. I don't want to entice and bring anybody into this with anything flashy. I want to take as long as it takes to curate that solid core, that foundation, the community that is confident in something greater, that believes in the art, that believes in just where it is that that's enough, right? Because by the time that you end up growing past that, right, you have such a strong core group that it really sets you up for just about anything, right? You know, it doesn't have to be something flashy. It is building something based on consistency. And it's an experiment that not a lot of people are willing to do. 
because a lot of people want that instant gratification. And it's easy to feel the pressure from outsiders of saying, hey, X, Y, Z in this game isn't good enough. Or, you know, we want staking. We want this. We want that. And to just appease to keep people happy rather than saying, okay, no, this is what it is. And we're sticking with it. And we're going to continue to build based on that. So again, I am confident that the day that the stonks really run, like there's no looking back, right? You know, so it's, I'm perfectly content with where we are. Just continue slowly building. And, you know, there are projects that, hey, they can do stuff with the utility. They can do whatever else, but, um, you know, good for them. But again, I'm going to go whip up a Wonka Stonks video game trailer and post it from the Ledgehard account in about 15 minutes. Bro, I was thinking of, <laughs> I, I randomly always think through these random scenarios all the time. I'm surprised somebody hasn't done something yet where you have like a, a site that's kind of a social type site, but basically you just, to be able to earn some type of rewards, you participate by creating art and by collecting art from creators inherently on the site and that it's just like paint for instance you just have paint and you've gotten a lot of amount of time and you maybe can publish one thing per day but you just paint something on the board with whatever that blank canvas is maybe there's some rules that define it maybe you have different things for different tools that you could potentially use and you just publish it once a day right and everybody can go natively create publish that art and natively go through and collect. And there are ways of being able to then tier different collectors, creators, etc. I don't know. Yeah, and honestly, you just gave me an incredible idea for, I, I don't know if it'd be considered a Ponzi, but at least like whoever made this, it, you could design it to strictly pump your own bags. And I need a dev in my DMs immediately. <laughs> Bro, I, I'm telling you though, Rooster. As far as <laughs> uh, as far as thinking through true Ponzi nomics, man. Again, I laugh at some of the things I see because I'm like, oof. The ideas, some of the stuff I've got, like <laughs> I'm like, man, people can do it way better. So you can you can literally just make like a make a website right that you would connect your wallet to and it would scan your pfps and your nfts would be ranked you know on a hierarchy and each you know collection like pudgies would farm 20 points a day stonks would farm 40 points a day and <laughs> you know you you would just make it it'd be it, not necessarily a fake farm because you could drop a token on it later uh and and you should um, and who knows, it may catch on and make, you know, that, that could be a whole meta, right? It's this brand new website that comes out and it's, uh, it farms your wallet for you. You don't even have to do anything. Yeah, could be, man, could be. So, you know, like almost a built-in staking without having to stake. So I, I have thought through that too, where I'm like, there are a lot of people that require staking, Versus doing some type of like daily snapshot type of thing and an accrual that is, 
you know, a native accrual based on time being held. So there's some type of formula where it's like each wallet, you know, based on holdings, you have different multipliers, different levels for certain items. Um, I think that intuitively makes a lot of sense. And a lot of people have missed the mark on doing something like that. It's a bit more difficult as far as because you have to do a much larger scan than you would by just concentrating everything to one address for staking. Um, but you know, can be done. Um, you know, again, anybody, uh, anybody want to create DMS, my, or create these Ponzi's, my asking price is just a casual seven figures. Um, you know, so feel free to shoot me in the DMS. I will gladly advise anything on there for a mere seven figure fee. Um, and, I, and, and a, and a 2%, stocks. yeah, a 2% investment into wonky stocks as well. Yeah. yeah. I'll just use the entire bag to sweep the stocks. No, no, not your bag on top of the, oh, on the top of, yes, yes, yeah. yes. 2% of the fees generated then sweep the stocks yeah. as well. Yeah. So, um, we call those stonkonomics. Yep. Well, ladies and gents, I appreciate you guys coming back for round two. Rooster, I don't know if we had bots listing in or what, but I saw in that first space, we had 3,000 people tune in for part one. So I'm not even sure how we reached that threshold, but because I'm looking at it live right now, hey, we've got 97 people. That's awesome. You know, especially for like, I didn't even tweet this out from my account right now. So welcome to all of y'all that are popping up in here. Um enjoy having you guys in you're welcome to hop on the stage anytime next friday feel free to hit that request button we love having more people join the conversation but we do these every single friday um and we've been working in some more spaces during the middle of the week as well uh not necessarily just wonky theme but you know talking about the nft market hanging out seeing what's going on uh so make sure to give rooster a follow as well um another way of being on the lookout for that, uh, you know, drop Metaverse Kid a follow too. Thanks for coming up on stage, man. Because Metaverse Kid, you know, he's one of those silent OGs that just, you know, he, he puts his money where his mouth is, kills in the background. Um, you know, like lots of lots of cool things to look forward to this year, and a big part of being able to, you know, find the right opportunities or being connected to the right people. Yeah, make sure you give Kaleo a follow too. Uh, important to support some of the smaller accounts out there. Really uh, thanks appreciate everyone. that. <laughs> Thank, thanks everyone for coming out this weekend. Y'all have a great rest of the weekend. All right, we'll see y'all next Friday. Wonky stonks are inevitable.